It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no. But angel hair pasta, Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Bad guy, Aaron Rodgers. Is he the bad guy, though? No, not really, not to me. I don't know. Well, you're the one that said it. No, I'm only <laughs> saying it because that's what people are going to say. I don't believe he's a bad guy. Because, you know me, I'm all with the player, man. Damn the front office. I'm, you know, I'm all players... with the player. I just play Sorry. the role sometimes as a front office guy. But I'm, all, I'm player friendly. But you're the one that said you wouldn't get rid of the GM. Well, because I'm playing the role of a front office guy. It's very confusing. Oh, that's what you do so role playing yesterday? Yes, I oh. always role oh. play. Oh. Yes, that's that correct. Interesting. Role yeah. playing. Stop. What? You that's said what he, it. I didn't what he, say it. That's what he felt like. Can you being? role play for me? This, oh, gosh. Would you like to role play for me? This, this is awkward this early in the morning. Yes, man. What are you doing? This is Disney. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with you? You're the one talking about role-playing. You said you were role-playing. We both were talking like... Talking about chaps. I don't know. What? Uh, what color are your chaps, Key? So Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be the bad guy. The thing that I would say <laughs> is that people, at some point, these things t- go in waves. They turn on you. When does the locker room decide whose side they're on? Like, huh? does the locker room ever do that to a point? Like, again, this has to go deeper into where he's not there at training camp. Then do you start getting again? I'm the guy with the notepad. I'm the ink stain guy to walk up to you as a player, going, you know, uh, Aaron's one, not it's here. Are you always noticing? Be, are you missing his presence? Like you'll ask every day. Man, it's going to always be one or two haters out of the 53. It's always going to be one or two. Okay. I mean, that's just reality. I, I just feel like this is why this is where fans will end up disliking Aaron Rodgers, unless players on the Green Bay Packers team come out and say, "Yes, I double down on what." Aaron says, the culture here is weird. The philosophy is weird. I'm waiting for that. Right? If that does not happen, which it doesn't always need to happen because a lot of times players are going to look after themselves. Like Aaron Jones got his contract. He's going to look after himself. Right? I do what's best for me and my family. If that doesn't happen, then it's Aaron against management. Management is doubling down saying Matt LaFleur, Brian Goodenkunst, uh, Murphy, the president. They're saying all the right stuff. But but you have to have – you have to have – Hold on. I'm just saying that if that's the case from the fan perspective, that's where fans are going to say, you know what, man? Like, all right, Aaron, go ahead. Like, yeah. I don't know what else we can do. Like, players aren't backing you here even that's though they're not saying That's what I'm waiting anything. for. And it's not, too early for it's your problem, but go ahead. Yeah, you're no, no, you're right, Jay. I agree with you. I do think we're waiting for that. It just might be too early. Yeah, you're not going to get that, though. Aaron oh, Rogers. yes, you are. No, I'm saying you get it from two dudes that don't matter. Two guys that – probably are going to be on another team the next year. You're not going to get it from the core group of people because they're Aaron Rodgers guys. So what is so what the reaction will just and, be and that's his business not mine? Exactly I mean, because much. but it affects your dealing, business if he's not there. Yeah, but my business is getting my money to secure my family. My business is not It's not winning. You're no, going well, to, my that's money all part of it. Come but on, I need At to first. get my money, Alan. <laughs> it's like it's there's like nobody there life, that's man. secure enough, you know, to say it's the front office. There's nobody. You got to remember. Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams is about to, might be the needs only one. to get yeah, paid. But, and if but, Aaron Rodgers is not throwing him the ball and it's Jordan that's Love. That's the one. That's the one. But, that that's that the could one. affect him. Yes, but again, there's nobody there secure enough yet. Okay? It takes somebody to be secure, not only who with themselves, but also from a financial standpoint, where 
you know what? They can't touch me no matter what. Aaron Rodgers is the only person basically in the building that they can't touch. Right. Everybody else. Financially. They, financially well, or whatever. It's going to – Aaron Jones just to, got paid. If they decide to trade uh, Adams for whatever reason, people will be like, oh, man, they got rid of his best weapon. But it's not going to be a firestorm like it would be for the quarterback. Maybe later in the season it does. So Aaron Jones is one guy that also just has some security now. But yes. he said this. So Rob Demosky, who covers the Packers, a, a, a bunch of different pieces of information. Let me share. Aaron Rodgers uh, never told him he might return to the pa- he might not return to the Packers. That's what Jones said. He also said it wouldn't have influenced his decision to resign. He said, "This is home. I love my coaches, my teammates, the community, mm. and the system." Mm. Now think about this too. Seventy nine of the eighty nine players were on the practice field for OTAs. That's a lot. There's 79 out of the 89. Not everybody participated, though. Blake Bortles didn't participate, which, why? Um, but also, Adam's not there. Lazard not there. Uh, Funch is not there. Obviously, Roger's not there as well. Uh, a bunch of other names. Um, Bakhtiari, obviously, is, is recovering from injury. He's another key name that, that was not on the field. But the, the point is, is that it, I don't get a sense from players yet that this Rodgers thing is hovering over us and it's becoming an issue and there's a lot of question marks and concerns and we don't know where we're going. But it will become that once it gets real when you get to training camp. And it's, I know you hate it, it's our job to keep asking you every day. Why is it bothering you today? Like no, no, it's like poking you every day. Is this bothering you now? No, How about now? You can, you can every day you're going to get asked. You the, and I'm going to give you the same party line. I'm worried about my own house from burning down right now. I got a lot of work to do. I got to get better each day. You know, it's fine being here. We would love to have Aaron in the building. He certainly gives us the best chance to win. I think that in all honesty, you know, him and his family have to figure out what where they want to be. I know what me and my family would love for him to be. And, you know, that's, no, that's pretty a much it. Well, that's see, a business take. But Alan, that, to, that's it, what that's you're what, getting. Alan, you have to understand that. Nobody else on this roster has the same cachet that, that Aaron Rodgers has, man. So, like, you know, it – if I don't have the same cachet, I'm not going to jeopardize my future earnings for Aaron Rodgers. I love you, Aaron. Yeah. Like, like I'm trying to win out here, and what winning means to me, mm. winning means to me is how much money is in my bank account. Let me see what my bank account looks like today. <laughs> my family, see my legacy, and then right. that I don't have all the guarantees. These aren't the all right. Those numbers aren't guaranteed. I got to make sure they yes. get guaranteed. Adrian Amos is a pa- is a Packers safety. He's the one guy who did speak about it, uh, and he talked about if he thinks Aaron Rodgers will be back. I'm not going to go home and. Um you know, cry if, you know, something else happens. I'm just playing it day by day. But, of course, you want the, you know, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback ever on your team. You want him out here. Um, you know, but everybody has to go about their business. And, you know, I'm not going to knock anybody for, um, you know, getting what they feel like they deserve. Good people on both sides. So he, he, that's exactly what he just said. Sounds exactly that's like right. me, except he used a bunch of different words, but essentially it's the same thing I said, Alan. My name is Paul, and that's a problem for y'all. Yes, yeah. man, I'm right. not in that man's business. And, and, and even though we want him here, we also understand he doesn't like the guy upstairs. And so you, you, you understand that as a player, though, man. You don't get involved in other people's business in a locker room, and, and if he comes. But it becomes your business can, if you start losing. It, can I? Can it I does it, it. Well, it becomes, depending upon where you are contract-wise, I mean, for, for Aaron Jones, like that's, think about the timing of that. Oh, I'll take my new contract. I'll take it now. Sign yeah. it, please. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I had that man under the center. Now, as opposed to if his contract was up this year with a guy like Jordan Love, I mean, think about that. Like, well, the if you're, if you're Jones, 
you're going to need me more. Yes. If you got this kid under center. But also how the numbers could be different, well, though. I mean, you having a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers behind, under center, that's different. Okay. The, the, the optionality one, of that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one individual it, it, statistically it could affect is Devontae Adams. Statistically, right? But Big time. if you are a talent evaluator who knows what the hell he's doing, I don't need to watch Aaron Rodgers throw Devontae Adams more balls to know that Devontae Adams, if he had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, his statistical chart would be off the charts. I could see his talent transfers to what we want if, in fact, he becomes a free agent in the offseason. If you're Devontae, then you can relate to him as a wide receiver. And Aaron Rodgers literally tells you at some point during training camp or whatever, I'm definitely not coming back this year. And you know you got one year to free agency. And it's delicate because anything can affect it, including poor performance by the quarterback and injury, whatever. What do you do? Do you just show up and play and say yeah. whatever happens, That's, happens? I mean, or do you, you start to like maybe say, can you, know, can you move me to another team or something like that? No, it just it, – it, no, I don't because my success is – as far as I was concerned in my career, my success was never predicated just solely on the quarterback. Clearly. It, you know, because <laughs> look at the list yeah. – it look at the list of quarterbacks that I had in my career outside of any Tessa Verde and, and Brad Johnson. I really didn't have anybody that I felt like, okay, so – I think it, in, in certain situations, based on the body of work that Devontae Adams, has, as, as I said before, has already put in, I don't think it will affect his free agency if, in fact, he ever gets to free agency. If they franchise tag him, then he can negotiate long-term with right. Green Bay. Right. Will it affect him wanting to play in Green Bay? I don't know because I don't know the way he feels about Green Bay. He may he may enjoy playing in Green Bay as long as Aaron Rodgers is there. Right. But then at the, in the end, Green Bay turns into something totally different when Aaron Rodgers is there. Now, all of a sudden, you're really looking at Green Bay for what Green Bay really truly is. Cold. When you are a cold <laughs> and when you are not a Midwest guy and you are a West Coast guy, now your mind starts to play those type of tricks. And you're like, man, I need to get out of here. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really like this place mm-hmm. no more. It may not affect Devontae depends. Adams, but how about guys like MVS? Right? Like Marquez Valdez Scanton. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, there, there is another tier that will ultimately be affected if yeah, they're that to catch the ball from Jordan Love. There has as to be to Aaron a Rogers. trickle down. No, there has yes. to be a trickle down, and that's what we're waiting for. And we're gonna, it's going to be a while before that. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. So the Clippers might have PG 13, but after last night's horror show this season, changing to maybe rated R. Plus, one Mav has 50000 less in his pocket after an NC-17 night out. I like this. NC-17. We're we're all on it today. We're trying to top yesterday with the teases. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Let's take Stump in New York real quick. Stump. This is one of the best shows in the history of um, television. So, you know you got KJZ. Y'all hear that out there, bosses? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. 
The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's, Let's go. go A to Z <laughs> because there's a couple of stories that we've got to discuss here. And this one, I mean, we talk, this injuries happen in sports all the time. We we're just talking about Dak Prescott coming back. But baseball's the one sport, guys, that seems to have the, the injuries that just happen in the most pedestrian things that you do in a day. Chewing the and latest, walking at the same time. Yeah, it can be that. So Zach Plesak, right? He was the Indians. He was hurt while ripping off his jersey, just ripping the shirt off. And he <laughs> he fractured his thumb ripping oh off his shirt. Oh my goodness. Terry Francona, the manager of the Indians, had this kind of reaction. I think probably rather aggressively ripping off his shirt <laughs> and he caught it on his chair. And and oh. you know, he called James Quinlan and James called me, and you know it was pretty swollen yesterday. <laughs> rather aggressively, just, just hearing Terry try to explain that. Rather aggressively rather pulling up his shirt. Aggressively, very odd injuries. Zach Wheeler of the Phillies uh, last year, um, he ripped a fingernail putting on his pants, just putting on that, pants. How's I mean, that? It happened. You remember when um, Ioannis Cespedes broke his ankle chasing a boar? Remember that? Yeah, I'm not going remember, near Boar. You remember, remember when Keyshawn fell down the stairs and hurt his ankle? Oh, no, he wasn't chasing, with us. Oh, that's right, he wasn't with us. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It happens. Yeah. Oh, chasing after his dog. It happened, literally. His ankle was swollen. Yeah, I was tore up. Yeah, when I first we first started the show, I was coming down the stairs, and the dog was laying on the stairs, and I went to hop over, and I missed, and bam. But you were still able to, to work. Uh, yeah, because it's TV. So. I, if, I was play, if I was playing sports, well, let's not – what? We don't want to go there. It was a pandemic. 
My daughter's music. No, I ain't talking about your daughter. What else? I believe he was listed day to day. Day to day. He was was off for a day, though. I remember he was off for a day. I was off for one day. What? Because it hurt like hell, but let's not get into. No, you don't need to let's paint not this get picture in, like I don't not, work hard because I know no, what I, I do. I know what commitment I bring to the team. Because you screaming but and yelling doesn't make you right. It does. All I'm one. saying is you took a whole week off. Oh, never mind. Because I had a child? No, it has nothing to do. I'm not talking about your Wait, kids. You talk to me. You went to the dentist. I got my tooth pulled out. All a week. Right. I guess I'm not going to go through the list of a week weird ways. Have you ever had your eight, eight, eight days? Have you ever had your tooth eight extracted? Days? Have you ever had your tooth extracted? Not eight days. Have you ever had your tooth extracted? Not eight days. Answer the question. <laughs> have you ever had your tooth extracted? A to Z, Bill. See, he extracted. can't answer it. He doesn't. Now I'm Bill. He doesn't want to answer it. He's never done it. <laughs> well, anyways. LeBron was on the ground for 85 seconds 85 after seconds getting poked LeBron. in the eye. <laughs> My eye. Always aim for the. Rim in the middle, that's what he says. C3, a shot at the one in the middle. <laughs> Jesus, he's so annoying. <laughs> but still, like some I of the ways people play get injured. Okay. So, um, OTAs, as I mentioned, is going on. It was a great – it was, wasn't football-related. Stay with me, guys. We're here. But the Colts <laughs> still can't talk and brought out a basketball hoop, and Carson Wentz and Mo Cox got into uh, a, knock, a game of knockout. So, Jay – for those watching mm. on ESPN two, could you just mm. a breakdown of yeah, I, Wentz and Car- Mo kind of going yeah, head to head here? I like the form. Don't like the way you cradle the ball. You bring it from uh, the side. You gotta squeeze the cheeks to get a firm foundation. Me? Yes, All he's right. not. See, look, see, key. It's, hey, it's not getting crazy. Right. Yeah, you know the free squeeze it. Like put a peanut in there. Just squeeze it. You gotta. Tighten hey, up. Phrasing. You got to yeah. tighten it up there. I, I mean, guess hey, we're all they shooting that thing, though. Yeah, no, no. Hey, they are phrasing. shooting that thing. Oh, that one. They are shooing that rim. thing. Hey, ah! Oh, did he just dunk that? Yeah, he did. I mean, that's Molly Cox. Yeah. There you go. He played at, uh, what was it, VCU, right? I just, yeah, I'll tell you right VCU. now. The Shaka shooting Smart. expedition here, pretty impressive. Uh. Oh, he blew yeah, it. Yeah, he blew it. Yeah, that's See, that's oh, this way. Come on, you getting tired? Yeah, he's getting tired on Non-athletic. Non-athletic. But how do you feel about it? Look, he's winded, though. See? He's winded. What kind of shame. condition? Yeah, he's a little off-shape. What kind of <laughs> condition are they doing now? I love, that, I love that I sent this to Evan uh, two days ago. And then they're celebrating at the end. And Evan got and really mad. Yes, I did. I got, tell the, the world why you got this? mad, I, No, I didn't have a problem with this video. This video was tweeted out, and somebody from a website posted the tweet and said, Carson Wentz looks to be real happy in Indy. How can you watch that video and say Carson Wentz looks real happy? He's playing knockout in an OTA. Like, like, are we going to really make this a thing every time Carson Wentz does something? Oh, Carson Wentz looks real happy in Indy. Like, how do you know he wasn't playing knockout with the Eagles last season and we just didn't see the video on social media? Like, the overreaction to stupid things on social media drive me crazy. And when Jay sent me this video, I lost my mind because that's just dumb. That's nonsense. And and that's why you guys as athletes hate the media. Welcome to the life of LeBron James. Why do you pay attention? He put out a tweet. He put out a tweet. Let's break it down. Is this cryptic tweet? Does this mean he's going to go somewhere else? What's going to happen? Can I flip it? Why even pay attention to social media? Well, well, that take, though, is interesting, but I'm going to flip it another way. It's more like... Here's a guy that's got a history of teammates not liking him, right? That was a story okay, coming check, out of Philly. Check. Right? Check. So now he's with a new team, and let's promote the idea of look at him doing team bonding things, and everybody's having a great time oh, yeah. and enjoying yeah. it. If I'm the Colts, if I'm Wentz, I looks want good. that out there. Yeah, I want to kind of like let's put that narrative aside and say, you know, it's a new day, and this is a guy having fun with his teammates, bonding. 
And I'm like, okay do you with that. You want this out there. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I think that it, it, Carson Wentz mm. is happy. If he like it, I love it. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with people saying he looks happy. He, can he play? Can he play football? Yeah. That's can all that play? matters to right. me. Can he perform? Yeah. The only question about him has been the fact that guys don't rally around him in the huddle. Mm. That was the question, that he kept, well, he kept to himself a lot. He was kind of aloof, and teammates felt like there's nothing inspiring about this guy. Well, he's kind well, of trying to maybe that change is, that narrative. The crazy thing, though. And we learned that was, from a minute basketball video? It's, a, it's an example. It's Exhibit A, Your Honor. That's all this is. Yeah. This is put out there Just for that reason. Collateral. Marketing collateral. Such an overreaction. Well, okay. Well, we'll see. There'll Tell be more of it, mad, I'm sure. What if he was a Jet him? quarterback? Would it be an overreaction? Yeah, no, no. Then we'd be really happy about it. If he was on you the Jets, would he be allowed to wear like number 11? Sam Donald was all-state basketball. <laughs> he was all-state basketball? Yeah, he could have actually gone to Division I basketball. I know, right? He's crazy athletic. Sh- really? That's why I said he, if he was in a four, it would look different to you than at 14. How at 14 is the ugliest number ever. It's so ugly. If he was in a four, he looks so athletic at quarterback. Numbers matter. They you really keep saying do. that. I know. When I see a 14, I just think of – Richard Todd and I have really bad. It just it's memories. a it's a number really that doesn't look great on that style quarterback. Imagine like that Prescott wing at fourteen. I don't care what your number is. No, it looks Why sweet. Does it doesn't matter because it looks sweet. Your number tells your own story. No, you man, it just looks sweet. About this number, it looks sweet. Man, this I, number is ugly. It's o two o and two. That's a really ugly number, and that's. Well, I, I'm happy for, for the Clippers. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Yep, but Teron Liu, the Clippers head coach, he's saying, no, no, this, this, the level of concern, everything's fine. Take a look. I'm not concerned. Like I said, they got to win four games. And, you know, you come in on an on opposing team's floor and you play, um, there's no pressure on you to make shots because you're supposed to, you know, you just try to come in and steal a game or steal two games. But now they got to go home and try to keep up the same shooting. So, um, it's easy to come on the road and do that when there's no pressure on you. So we'll see in game three. Don't believe it. It's well, wait. Don't it's believe easy it. to go on the road and win games in the in the playoffs. It's I easy. It's, I don't think it's easy to go on the road in the regular season and it's win. Easy, let alone the playoffs. Lies, 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 and more lies. This is the uh, and I love Tyloo. I love Tyloo. What's he doing then, Jay? Why is he doing that? Why is he saying I, that? I can't answer that question now. Oh, I have well. no idea why you would get up here on a national podium and just lie to the American public that way. <laughs> because I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're trying to help your team, give them more confidence, make them feel, hey, it's going to be okay. Just relax. Play your game. The reality is they cannot guard Luka Doncic. We talked about last night. Are they going under screens? Are they trapping screens? They're trapping screens. He's passing the ball. Tim Hardaway Jr. He's knocking away shots. Porzingis is dunking. They look like an all-star. Tim Hardaway so, Jr. So why just wouldn't you just too? put the best defender on your team on him and just locking down? They did put Kawhi because it's not because here's what happens in basketball, mm. and people say, "Well, just put Kawhi on him." It's not Kawhi guard. Now, I'm not saying Luca doesn't make some one-on-one shots against Kawhi, but the amount of ball screens they put yeah, Kawhi in. Yeah, but get in, through the ball screen. Go, man. Why? Because I can dance with it. I can dance with. I and, can dance too. I'm on defense. But here's what happens though. That, this is why I say when people put Kawhi, he's the best player in basketball. I'm like, okay, like I want to see it now. Be the best. If the best player in basketball, defend every possession against Luca, and then still go and drop forty because you can't do that in this game. But that's okay. But Jay, that's okay, right? You say the, the the ball screens go around it. You know it's coming. 
We yeah, we we watch their philosophy, and that's not Keith, what Kawhi likes to and do. And it's not that easy, my yep. man. I'm telling you, because if, if you're guarding me in a one on one set, and I give you a little shimmy, like you back up a little bit, you want to give me some yeah. space. And then if you're big, who's guarding? Wait, wait, wait. If you're big, right on your team defensively, my biggest set the screen. If he doesn't communicate to you yes, which side the screen is coming yeah. from. Like then I can have you on different angles, you got, and yeah, it's yeah. you're relying upon your teammates to help you be a great defender in ball screens. Instead, when yeah. you're by yourself, no, you're I understand. Isolated. Left, left, right, right. Here he comes, backside. I get all that. I understand that, but I just, from a philosophy standpoint, maybe Ty Lue defensively has to change the approach. It's just like in football when you come down in motion and the defensive end is sitting there, and my job as a receiver is to hit him in his ear hole to crack him. What, what the corner needs to do is communicate to the defensive end that I'm coming because he can't see me. His hand is in the ground. He's looking up the field. He can't see me coming parallel to him to hit him in his head. The corner needs to tell him, here comes crack, crack, replace. So now he can turn his butt actually to me, and I can't it. hit him yeah. at all because then it'll be a clip. Right. It's all the communication is all it is. If they miss that, well, there's your I'm going to ear hold it. There's your so. issue because what you're seeing with the, with the Clippers is not just poor defense. They gave up, again, it was 19 threes or 18 threes last night, 17 in the game one. It's been raining threes for the Mavericks. That's been a huge part of the story because they're scoring. Clippers have no problem scoring. And they're saying, well, we need other people to score. No, you don't. You need to get stops. But the bigger issue that I'm seeing with the Clippers remains something that's been hovering around this franchise. There's no soul here. They argue with each other. You, Pat Beverly and Ty Lue had it out a couple of times down mm-hmm. the court. Uh, uh, Rajon Rajon Rondo was having it out with people. Like you could see that there's something that's lacking, and it might be a true leader, it's a heartbeat, or a heartbeat. It's a heartbeat. Right. So, what does this say? Obviously, it's only O two. It's early in Ty Lue's Clipper Not career. That, that's a, that's but no, a, what I'm saying is early in his Clipper career. What I was going to oh. ask you, Jay, what does this say? about Ty Lue as an X and O coach because clearly when he had the most success in Cleveland, he had LeBron James. So what does this say about him as a coach? Is this Are people going to start saying, well, you know, this is what happens when you don't have LeBron? Are they going to start that madness? This is what I don't want to happen. I am tired of these brilliant head coaches being the scapegoat. Yes. Right? The game plan, obviously the personnel has to suit the game plan. Like, Patrick Beverly, people talk about him being a pit bull. He, he looked like a pug last night, right? Like, but this falls on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Like, Doc Rivers is doing a fantastic job in Philly. Ty Lue is still a really good coach. It comes down to, can the players play? Execute. Can they well, why did they bring in Rondo? For because leadership. They're, they're, right. They're lacking that soul. They but don't have that. They're not, they're not listening. And their main players, again, Paul George can also defend. Those guys, their offense is see, there. It's but, the defense collectively by this group that is just not there right now in the first two games. And then you said – I'm happy. Right. Keep it in mind, only 31 teams in NBA history have won the first two games of a best-of-seven series on the road. Only just, 31. Out of the 31, 27 went on to win the series. 87% of the time, what the Mavericks have done, you go on to win the series. 87% of the I'm time. I'm happy. Just well, notice, of course you are, but if you're the Clippers, this is a major catastrophe. Rondo was incredible with the Lakers organization, but he also had LeBron James, who was the alpha of all alphas, who schematically saw the blueprint on the court, mm-hmm. right? The way he sees the floor. Like, there's a respect level that Rondo's going to have for LeBron James. Rondo does not have that for anybody on this Clippers team. Nobody thinks the game. They all react. They don't think the game. 
Like that's a major difference. Thinking the game, reacting, and playing the game are two different things. More Take it away, this, Bill. More, yeah, more, more of this. <laughs> Take it away, Bill. <laughs> uh, and he's explaining more on this conversation, and also Julio Jones in Atlanta, what he wants and what the Falcons want. That's all coming up after Sports Center. LeBron around a pick from Anthony Davis. Three by LeBron. Good! And that could be it. 103-94, 45 seconds remaining in the game. That's the call. He has been LA 7-10. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. They lead the Lakers 109-102. A game two win over the Suns to tie that series up at one as it heads back to LA. AD with 34 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 blocks. And that followed a 13-point performance in Game 1, which was tied for the fewest points in a postseason game in his career. LeBron, he had 23, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and that big three you just heard in the final minute. Lakers are now 6-0 in the postseason following a loss with LeBron James on the team, and opponents are averaging under 100 points in those games. The other L.A. team, well, we just talked about it. The Clippers, they lost Game 2 to the Mavericks, 127 121, a playoff game. And you hear those numbers? The Mavericks now lead the series 2-0, and the series goes back, goes to Dallas now for games three and four. Mavs are the 32nd team in NBA history to win the first two games of the best of seven. The previous 27 of the previous 31, they went on to win the series. Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, reiterated Tuesday that Watson is not currently in settlement discussions with the women suing him. Watson maintains... He wants any settlement amounts to be public, although the two sides could mediate in confidentiality, as is customary. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Look at this right here. <coughs> Watch out, man. Mm. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by he right when he Progressive him. Insurance. Mm-hmm. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We will get to calls eventually at some point of the show. I know a lot of people want to sound off on several things that we have hit on today, but we want to talk to our good friend of the show, Kimberly A. Martin, our ESPN NFL reporter, who joins us right now. Cousin Cam. On the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning. What's going Kay on? Kim Martin, how are you? guys what's up well let's begin in atlanta and the julio jones situation there and let's listen to arthur smith first and i'll get you to react off of that arthur smith uh talking about julio jones and just how they want to handle it his situation with respect yeah pretty appreciation respect for for julio what he's done here and for all the players that have been a part of this falcons organization this is a tough business we all signed up for players and coaches we understand that but everything we do here it's going to be well thought out, and it's going to be handled behind the scenes with dignity with the players. And that'll be this as long as I'm here. That's the way it'll be done. So, again, we understand the business that we're in, but every player here is treated with dignity. And that's the new head coach Arthur Smith on that situation. So, Julio Jones kind of give the the I'm out of here uh, kind of thing when it comes to the Falcons. So it seems pretty clear he won't be back. But did that have any impact, not just on his relationship with the Falcons, but on maybe their ability to move him for a high price? So uh, that's interesting because everybody sort of knew that Julio was available. 
I think Julio just made it abundantly clear that he will not be an option in Atlanta. So that changes things. And if you're another team that is interested, got to factor in his age. Got to factor in how much money he wants and how much money he's guaranteed. And then how many good years do you think he has left? Um, also, you know that they're trying to move him. You've known that, but you know that he doesn't plan on being there. So why are you going to give up a one for a guy who's 32 years old, who's had injury, who's had to deal with injuries the last few years? Why would you even, honestly, why would you even want to give up a two? You know, what player on your roster are you willing to give up to get Julio? I feel like there's a lot of factors. Um, and honestly, the Falcons are a better team with him. It's just, will they get the offers that they want that, that warrant moving on from a guy who's clearly talented, that Matt Ryan clearly wants, and who clearly will make Kyle Pitts and Ridley and all those guys even better by being on the field? Kim, what did you make of Aaron Rodgers talking about the culture with the organization in Green Bay is one of the main reasons he's unhappy. So I'm glad that you asked because to me that was the thing that stuck out the most. Like that to me was the most damning thing because we know football is a business. We get that. But for Aaron Rodgers to point out, you know, sometimes when we get the people get so caught up in business that they forget about the people and they forget about the people who make this thing go. I mean, he's speaking directly to how he's feeling and how you should treat star players. That, to me, that's a harder thing to smooth over than just, I want more money. You know, the feeling that you're valued and that the ownership or head coach or the coaching staff, the whole organization believes that I still have plenty of years left. Aaron thinks he's got, like, five years left. You know, if the, if the Packers feel like he's got, like, one but, you know, that's a, that's a big chasm right there. And for him to talk about that, I don't, I don't see how he, he comes back. But people that I spoke to in the league, they think, you know what, the Packers have the leverage. They can make him, they can make him sit there. If he doesn't want to come back, make him pay back money. I just think you handle it a little differently because it's Aaron Rodgers, a future Hall of Famer. Kim, now I, I'm sick and tired of asking you this every single time you come on about Aaron Rodgers. So... <laughs> But now what? Like, what happens now? I hear you saying they may try and make him sit out, give back money. But now the organization mm -hmm. could potentially get egg on their face because we saw Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers underneath the center with Kaiser at quarterback as well as Huntley. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the that's the thing to me. I said this on our podcast yesterday, First Take, Her Take. Aaron Rodgers, to me, feels like he sounds like Angela Bassett to me in Waiting to Exhale. Like, he's just fed up. <laughs> like, you think that, you know, I'm I, – like, I've been the person who's been doing the books, and now you want to leave me for the secretary. Um, it's that sort of energy. And I feel like you can't, you can't really massage those sort of hurt, you don't respect me, love me like you used to type feelings. Um, but, you know, one, one league source I spoke to said if that GM is not <laughs> talking to Aaron Rodgers and guaranteeing him more money, guaranteed money, and that he's going to get Julio Jones to Green Bay, then they just need to trade him because he's not coming back. But I, I, don't, I don't know how you smooth over a relationship that seems this damaged. For Aaron to come out publicly and to talk about the culture, mm. the people running the show – I don't know. Like the toothpaste is out the tube, y'all. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know how you put all that 
back in and say, like, okay, let's, let's go out and ball. But that, to me, is really difficult. Kim, I don't see how you do that. Kim, don't you think in order for fans, and not saying that Aaron Rodgers needs this, but in order for fans to be on his mm-hmm. side, don't you think people need to hear what other players in the Packers organization think about the culture of the Packers? Uh, I hear you. However, it really matters what Aaron Rodgers thinks about the culture. You know what I mean? Because he he's that dude. So everybody else, like, you know, can can Devontae Adams can be happy right now. Other, you know, other receivers can be happy and like the culture. But if Aaron Rodgers is fed up and and is going to stick to the plan of not playing for this team again. That's real. That's really all that matters. Now, one thing I did, you know, talking to people, they brought up, you know, this situation, if it keeps going on and dragging on, it could become aggravating to his teammates. Um, but it's the offseason. So right now they're not at that point. But if we're in training camp and we're still asking players about this, you know, this is going to be an issue. All right, let's go from one polarizing subject matter to another. America's team mm. and Dak Prescott coming back off that injury. <laughs> what should we expect from Dak Prescott this season? What should we expect? What should we want? I mean, I feel like those are two different things. Um, At at minimum, you want to see him stay upright and be healthy. You want to see Dak ball out. I I feel like maybe I'm a little harsh, but I feel like at this point, he got paid. Mike McCarthy, he needs to step up his game. This defense has a lot. Zeke Elliott, there are a lot of question marks on this team. So to me, just winning the NFC East, not enough. I feel like this team needs to be in the NFC title game. Maybe this year's a stretch, but you need to show some vast improvement. The last time they were in the title game was like 95. Like this is a team that loses in the wild card of the divisional round a lot in recent years, and they need to take the next step. We debated whether Dak was worth all that money. I think he was. Well, now rents due. Like you got, you got paid. Now you got to show up. You want to want him to remain healthy for, first and foremost. But this team needs to be much better based on the talent that it has on the roster. Kimberly, great stuff as always. Good to see you. Thank you. Thanks, Kim. Bye, guys. Thank you. Kimberly Martin on the Goodyear Hotline. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. We're coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. So coming up after all these years. It's still weird to go back. We'll explain that after Jay has this from O'Reilly Auto Parts. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. It's easy. Order online at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. They'll even bring it out to the curbside for you. How convenient is that? Or you can choose to have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Get your auto parts quickly with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com today. Hey, it's Greening, and the NBA playoffs are rolling on. We're starting to figure out who the legit contenders are and which teams are headed home early. We'll be talking about it with me. It's Greening, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. 
Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com/morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com/morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Get Madness continues for us here on KJZ ESPN Radio. The Sweet 16 matchup we've got going today on the Twitter handle at KeyJNZ. You can vote the one versus four in the Orange Crush region. Jacob DeGrom versus Carlos Correa. So you have a Met versus an Astro. The number one seeds in each of their markets. Again, Chris Canny had DeGrom as the most popular player in New York. Can get it to any club or restaurant in New York he wants to. I love just saying that to see your reaction. And Carlos Correa, because there's really nothing left in Houston, let's be honest. And right now, the voting is going on. Um, We still have a full day of this to go. Under 1,000 votes so far, but it's 90.7% DeGrom. Absolutely. Which you would expect. Yeah, for sure. Now, is that just because everybody hates the the Astros? I think it's a little bit of both. I think that uh, when you think about the Astros and career and the cheating scandal and the whole deal, plus you're in New York. So the Grom's in New York, although they cheated the Yankees and not the Mets, it's still New York. Yeah, and, and I mean – And the Grom's good. And I mean, yeah, the Grom around, yeah. around baseball, a, yeah. you would think. There's yeah. just a lot of people Absolutely. know how great of a pitcher he is, and he was back on the mound last night uh, for the Mets as the Mets got a win, Cheaters. which is nice to know that they could actually get him some runs. That was good to see. Meanwhile, also back – the Dodgers, speaking of Correa, Dodgers back at Minute Maid Park returned to the scene of the crime. 2017 World Series, as you remember. I'm sure you remember it very well. Very well. Uh, and Clayton Kershaw pitching there for the first time since that World Series, and he pitched great. Seven and two-thirds, six strikeouts, only gave up one run, four hits, and a 9-2 win for the Dodgers. But it wasn't necessarily about today's competition as it was the memory of returning to a ballpark, sort of the scene of the crime. Kershaw admitted that it was on his mind when he took the mound. You know, it's a hard one to answer. I was kind of thinking about it, just like what it felt like being there tonight and um, pitching again after, you know, the World Series in 2017. And, you know, I don't know. I don't really know how to express it. It did feel like a, a little more like 
important game, but maybe that's just because there's a full crowd. So that was that was fun to see tonight to have a sellout crowd or max capacity again and you know get to have that energy tonight. The crowd was really, really into it. So that was a lot of fun. There was a crowd, uh, I was trying to get the number, uh, but it was a, a huge crowd and almost half Dodger fans. So, you know, you were hearing it there. Now, that's not the only reaction. Again, Austin Barnes, uh, a catcher on the Dodgers, it, it's that feeling, again, of the returning players, those who were there, those who were part of that. It was 34,000, by the way, uh, at Minute Maid Park. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and, and for Barnes – it's nine, one of nine current Dodgers that was still part of that team from the World Series. So they are the ones that were feel like they were cheated the most, right? They were cheated out we of it. They were cheated. Okay. Well, he admits, too, as Kershaw said, it was in the back of his mind. Altuve he was thinking about hard said, not to. Altuve said that he didn't want to take off his shirt mm-hmm. because – That was against the Yankees. You know, well, I'm just saying in general. He yeah. didn't want to take off his shirt because he didn't want his wife to see the tattoos. His wife meanwhile, didn't like, yeah. Meanwhile – receipts on the internet showing you you had your shirts off many times like it's just it just it makes me mad that they think they can get away with just cheating i hate cheaters in sports mm-hmm. i just don't like it and you cheated to win a world series and you cheated my dodgers if this was you would you have a hard time ever like if you went back to a stadium where you lost and you found out later that they did whatever they did um would it be like every time you went back there was that same feeling? Like just well, yeah, I probably would feel like yeah, they cheated me here, they got me. I'll never get over it. It's not that I'll never get over it. I just in the back of my mind, I'm always let the fans know and whoever's left on that team know in that organization, y'all cheated to win. How could y'all feel good about that? Deflate Gate, you were part of that, maybe? No, I wasn't part of. No, I'm saying Gate. if you were part of that, if you were with the Colts, wouldn't you have, feel a certain way? Like I mean, you know, I don't you took the ring right off my finger, basically. I, the, the football is a little bit different. The football, meaning like the the measurements of the 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 air that's in the football. Some footballs, because I played the game and I caught balls, some are flat and some are extremely hard. Yeah, it just depends on what quarterback. What, no, it just depends on what the quarterback wanted to do. So that's a little bit different to me. That that's just a little bit different. I play with I play with footballs that they look to you as a fan. What about more of a Spygate thing then? They kind of knew your plays. They were, you know, ahead of the game because of something like that. What if it was more instead of? But a I don't think that. I don't gate. think that. I don't think even Spygate, though. To 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 your point, I don't even think Spygate to me is that big of a deal because I know your damn plays anyway. I got the film. I can look at and study it. Mm-hmm. It's not your motions are going to be the same motions. Your formations are the formations. Right, so there's if no comparison it, to football. No, it's there's not. No, it's there's not, no comparison to no, football. No, because it. You're stealing imagine, signs in baseball. Imagine, imagine if I knew what was coming every single time and I was at the plate. You don't think I could go yard? I mean, I did play baseball, but if I thought every single time he's getting ready to throw a cutter, here it comes. I know how to tee it up. Well, Altuve, that home run that you're talking about, you're referencing where he wouldn't take his jersey off and he was, he was covering yes. up when they celebrated beating this right here. Aroldis Chapman. <laughs> yeah, he told him right away. No. And Chapman's look, the look on Chapman's face – and everybody, I thought, I remember watching it thinking, that he hit that like he knew it was coming. And then later we found out. Later we find like out. But seriously? Like he hit that like he knew it was coming. If I knew that you, again, if I knew that a cutter was coming mm-hmm. and I was standing at the plate, I can get out in front of it because I know it's coming. Opposed to sitting there and waiting for it and watching the bottom drop out of it. I don't need to read the seams because I see it coming before you even delivered it. So I know placement. I know stance, yeah. I know leg kick, and I know how to get around on it. 
That's one you just don't. I, I, to me, again, I feel like that's one you just don't get over. And I was now, at Game Seven, and I thought, even though Game Seven there. was at well, Game Seven was at home, right? And I was there, and I feel bad for you, Darvish, because I really gave him the earful, even mm-hmm. though. And now you know. After a few mucheladas, yeah, I feel different now. <laughs> like you, you guy, you're you. that guy. I love that. You're that guy. You, I still gotta get I'm you. Man. I gotta get you to a Please. hockey game just to see you lose your mind. As a Yankees fan, though, I also feel the same thing. I just feel like you're robbed. Like, I don't even respect the people that cheat. Clippers know what's coming. If they get bounced in the first round, <laughs> they need to know. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.